If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Responsibility, an Expression of the Soul, Part 2. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The sense of responsibility is one of the first indications that the soul of the individual is awakened. Does responsibility manifest itself in the animal kingdom? You were speaking about uh, the animal kingdom in the last show, but I was wondering if uh, responsibility manifests itself in the animal kingdom, or is that that too advanced of a value? Well, responsibility means literally the ability to respond. And in the sense of... um, the motherhood that we see demonstrated uh, by animals towards their young, there is that ability to respond because they will sacrifice and um, um, put the interests of the the, the young above their own um, needs. Uh, their nature is full of examples like that. I suppose it begins on an instinctual level, responsibility. And in fact, Alice Bailey traces out uh, three levels or three spiritual gradations of the sense of responsibility. And the first is that of instinct, the instinctive response that makes a living creature or being care about another enough to sacrifice for it. And the animal kingdom is full of examples like that. I don't think we should see that instinctive responsiveness as um, diminishing the value of responsibility just because it's not conscious in the way a human being is conscious. 
in a way, it, it says to me how deep-seated the sense of obligation is in all creatures. In fact, some years ago, wasn't there something on the news about a cat that almost lost her life <laughs> for her babies? Well, yes, it was very widely covered here in the New York area about this marvelous cat that uh, she saved her babies from a burning building. She took them out of the building one by one and plopped them down on the lawn outside, and uh, she kept going back two or three times into this burning building. How many of us would go back in a burning building? But in the (laughs) end, she got very badly burned herself, Mm -hmm. and uh, but she saved all of her kittens. But she was very badly burned. But the uh, uh, people here again, people of responsibility to the animal kingdom, uh, they they saw this whole thing going on with this cat, and they saved this cat's life, and they brought it back to. The fireman um, found her. Yeah, and yeah. they took her to the vet and patched her up, and she's alive and uh, very happy, I guess, today. But uh, she doesn't look too much like a cat. She was badly burned, but... Uh, she was put up for adoption, as I recall, and there was uh, enormous competition among people to adopt this cat and her kittens because they were so amazed at her sacrifice. But uh, here's a case where... Um, these kittens were probably only a few days old, and they were not ready to uh, uh, go off on their own, or they weren't self-sustaining. So she still had the instinct to save them because they weren't ready to uh, leave the nest, or <coughs> so to speak. So it, it was a very uh, great moment of sacrifice on her part, but she she followed her instincts and. That was a tremendous sense of responsibility there showing through. A slightly higher level of responsibility than the instinctive level is the level of duty. Doing one's duty, being dutiful, is the level of work for which one gets very little praise or recognition. It's just doing what has to be done because it has to be done and the responsibility for it lies with with you, but there's a lot of resistance to it too, and I think a lot of spiritually inclined people feel a kind of a resentment about having to do their duty. They would prefer to be able to go off and develop their spiritual life, and they wish they had more freedom to read spiritual books, practice meditation, not be interfered with by the demands of family and work. When in fact those demands, those obligations to family, work, and community are the lifeblood of the soul. Because we can't live just for ourselves. We live as part of a larger whole. And that whole includes our family, our community, our place of work, our nation, the other kingdoms that we share the planet with. This starts out as being dutiful. And uh, as Jesus said, Be faithful in the little things, and you will be given much. But we have to first be faithful in the little things. We can't skip over those obligations. That's the sense of duty, and it's one that uh, can't be evaded. No, and it's a a responsibility of uh, every human being, really, to uh, because of the, the nature of our job, in a sense. It's our job because we incarnate into this world in a physical body for a very specific purpose. It's part of the divine plan of God that we 
come into this world and work at at our own pace, but work at um, the process of redemption and refinement of first our physical nature and then our emotional and mental nature. And this is all part of the great refining process. And we have a duty and a responsibility to do this. This is what the job of the soul is working through this physical world. Yes, in fact, there's um, a statement um, in the Ageless Wisdom that uh, is found in the books of Alice Bailey. I am the life to these my lives and so resemble God. That sounds so obscure, but what that statement means is that even the little atomic lives that make up our physical, emotional, and mental lives or bodies, as the Ageless Wisdom would call them, are lives that are dependent on the larger being, the soul indwelling the body and using those vehicles for their care and their uh, evolution. I am the life to these my lives. If we thought about how we treat our bodies as the responsibility for all the tiny microscopic atomic lives that make up our physical bodies and depend on sunshine and clean water and good food and enough rest and vitamins and a healthy environment, we would be nicer to our bodies and be more careful with them and more um, respectful of the service they provide us. They are our vehicle. They are our chariot. Our physical bodies are our chariot by which we get around. And yet we misuse the body in so many ways without a thought. That kind of makes you think um, we have an obligation to the lives that make up our, our personal equipment, so to speak. Absolutely. And they're doing their thing at their level. I mean, every little atom of substance there is doing its thing. It's programmed to do what it does. And so it it goes right ahead and does it without <laughs> any sense of uh, obligation. We get terribly upset when they stop working for us and develop an illness. Mm -hmm. Then we feel as if our bodies have betrayed us. But that's, uh, you know, we have to expand this sense of responsibility in both ways, not only horizontally outward into the the world and into the community and and the nation, but also within ourselves uh, and our physical body. And also our emotional nature, too. That has to come, uh, undergo the uh, refining process <clears throat> because that uh, is part of what we have created, part of what we have to work with. And then there is the responsibility we have with the uh, um, Dharma of the soul as it works out its Dharma or responsibility and obligations in the world. That's a a Sanskrit word that means duty or obligation. It has more levels of nuance, I think, than just duty and obligation. It's the soul's task chosen before incarnation, wouldn't you say, the driving, motivating purpose for a particular incarnation? Right. It's what I was kind of driving at earlier when I was talking about the 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 job of the soul is to work in the physical world to imprison itself in this physical body and uh, undergo such tremendous limitations but that that's its job to uh, 
constantly work at refining and upgrading and uplifting up the uh, substance and the vibration level of this physical body. There's an element of acceptance that comes into an understanding of Dharma. As the Bhagavad Gita said, better one's own Dharma than the Dharma of another meaning accept your own responsibilities and don't try to assume the responsibilities that rightfully belong to someone else. You have your own particular tasks. Each of us does. And in accepting that, accepting our lot, so to speak, we are putting ourselves in alignment with the soul because our circumstances, the ageless wisdom says, are exactly as they need to be for our next step in our spiritual growth. Whatever situation we're in right now, that is exactly appropriate for the soul to take its next step in evolution. Maybe that's why Paul, St. Paul said, I've learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. Because I suppose he figured out it's just right. Not necessarily what I enjoy, but it's right for my particular spiritual point on the path. Right, we have to take ourselves as we are and... Here again, where we are uh, depends on the decision of the soul. The soul has chosen to be uh, incarnate through this particular family group or this particular nation or ethnic group or engaged in this particular uh, activity in this particular life. So uh, it is the soul's choice based on its vision of what it is trying to accomplish in line with the plan of God. So it's, um, <laughs> we have to take ourselves as we are, where we are at the moment, and start from there and work with it and not try to rebel against it. And I think uh, one liberating recognition to hold in mind about whatever one's lot is is that it's part of a much larger experience that one shares with uh, a group and with humanity as a whole. We aren't living just for ourselves. So our particular sphere of life and responsibility might seem very constricted for us as an individual, but if we see it as contributing to the greater good of family, community, the world, then it takes on dignity and meaning, I think. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Responsibility, an Expression of the Soul, Part 2. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company in the Fialis Valley book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. The Soul, The Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from the 24 books of Alice Bailey. Just a little uh, blurb from the uh, about the book to, uh, to give you an idea about the essence of what you'll find within The Soul, The Quality of Life. The Soul, The Higher Self or individuality, is the guiding force within every human being. It leads each individual to an understanding of his responsibility in the working out of the divine plan on earth. The soul returns to manifestation life after life for purposes of service to the plan. And of course, um, uh, this book, The Soul, The Quality of Life, uh, uh, this is the, uh, the Alice Bailey book upon which this show is based, Now, the special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. So, uh, what you need to do is uh, send a check or a money order, $16. uh, Request the soul, the quality of life. Send the check or money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 100. 
$16,605. Once again, uh, check or money order, $16, request the soul, the quality of life. Send it to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. All of our Inside programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. And try to remember also that... um, uh, all of your donations are tax deductible. You've been very generous in the past, and and that's what helps keep us on the air doing these radio shows. So once again, uh, all donations can be sent to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, we're having an especially difficult uh, challenge ahead of us uh, funding the show, and we would like to continue doing the show. And um, as in the past, uh, we're hoping that everything will be all right and your donations come through and we can once again opt for continuing on this show. Uh, so uh, please send donations to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Our ideal is for a company perhaps to, uh, or a foundation perhaps, to underwrite the show. And uh, we, of course, mentioned the organization's name uh, and say a few words about it. But uh, see, that would if something big like that happened economically to Lucis Trust, uh, we wouldn't have any. Uh, we wouldn't have to weigh ourselves down every week for looking for donations. We could just stick to our theme and develop uh, the spiritual topic for that particular week. So, see if you can continue that support, and I hope something really good happens in that respect. And also, uh, by the way, we have a midnight show from 12 to 12:30. A.M. on Sunday mornings, and uh, and and also you'll find a lot of variety because it's uh, it's uh, always a different theme from what our Sunday morning show is. So tune in to our uh, midnight show, 12 12:30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Um, now I couldn't help uh, our top help thinking of uh, an anecdote from my own life uh, relating to what you were saying about responsibility and expression of the soul which is our topic for today. I remember a friend of mine uh, who became a Trappist monk uh, when he was about 19 years old, and his uh, objective was to be spiritual, develop himself spiritually. And what you're saying today is the very world that he was escaping in an effort to immerse himself in uh, spiritual and divine knowledge was the world where he could have probably developed his own inner being towards divinity, even more so than becoming a, a, a recluse like a Trappist, Trappist monk, and I don't mean that well, in a pejorative, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I think um, he was 19. He probably was free to make a choice like that, and um, let's assume that he made the right choice for his soul's next step. I suppose there are lifetimes when one really needs to develop the inner light Mm -hmm. and um, the life of the convent would be um, a marvelous place to do that the contemplative life what I was speaking of more was the people who have spiritual aspiration and see their family and their work and their community obligations as a uh, an interference 
with what they believe uh, would foster their spiritual development. Um, people who see the, the obligations of their children, of their work, uh, their family, as uh, intruding on what they would rather do, which would be to read books, meditate, be quiet, uh, think lovely thoughts. That's more of what I meant about uh, people wanting to run away from the world rather than being in it to fulfill their responsibilities and trusting that in doing that they are actually bringing in more and more of the power of the soul. That's the thing. The more we develop a sense of responsibility, the more we engage our gears, so to speak, with the greater gear of the soul because we're working in the same direction. Right. <coughs> the uh, <coughs> excuse me. The actually the uh, by pushing your family away, you may uh, in fact be blocking the impact of the soul. Uh, but I was I was thinking the while you were talking there that our family very often is our teachers, and we learn from. <coughs> the relationships we establish with our family and working out through those relationships, we learn the great lessons of the soul and allow that uh, that avenue for the soul to come through to help build loving relationships. And that's one thing we can work out through a family situation. Yeah, that reminds me of a story I read in some book I've long since forgotten. It was so many years ago. Uh, about um, two individuals. One was a person who was regarded uh, as a very spiritual being, a teacher, highly respected, who um, received a lot of uh, respect and um, admiration from the people who came to learn from him and who thought quite well of himself as a result of that. Mm -hmm. And the other was a woman who was nearly destitute. This was in some earlier lifetime. And she had children that she had to care for, and it was very hard for her to keep them fed and clothed. And it was a lifetime basically spent yelling at her kids and mm -hmm. always in a uproar oh, and upset because she had so much pressure to survive and keep her children well. And the master told her, her that really her life was more valuable in the ultimate development of the soul because... She was prepared to do absolutely anything for the welfare of her children. She did it with a lot of yelling and screaming and not a calm and serene attitude, but she did. She could be counted on to give everything to the well-being of her children, and that was what counted with the soul. It's an apocryphal story, but it stuck in my mind because we think of the spiritual being as a person who's tranquil, serene, calm, thinking beautiful thoughts, and that is the ideal, and we should strive toward it. But of a certain value is the willingness to sacrifice and to hang in there in spite of every reason to want to run away, and her lifetime counted for that. Right. I think it's, it's a matter of consciousness and the development of consciousness in this. Um, People have to start from where they are in consciousness and, and until the mind awakens and begins to take a more active control over one's outer life, there really isn't much that the soul can do to influence the personal life the, because the soul works through the mind. It needs <clears throat> the mind awake 
so it can impress the mind. And until the brain cells are sensitive to the subtle impulses of the soul, there really isn't much um, that the soul can do if that ability to respond isn't there. And uh, so we we see all kinds of uh, uh, all degrees of responsiveness in the world of people who are completely shut off and who are completely uh, self-centered and self-wrapped up in themselves and are not yet responsible for uh, even themselves sometimes. But then we see also in the world these great servers who have no sense of self at all, who are completely selfless and are just living souls uh, working through this physical world, bringing so much light into the world. There's another aspect to Dharma, <clears throat> the spiritual duty of the soul, that we haven't talked too much about, and that is the different gradations of Dharma that we have to learn to balance and juxtapose, each one of us. There's the Dharma of our responsibility in our immediate environment in terms of family, work, and community. And then there's the Dharma of the soul that might involve more of an orientation to the inner world while not abandoning the outer world, if you follow me. Um, the, The duty to evolve spiritually in consciousness while maintaining the outer relationships and requirements of living in the world. That's why we're here on earth, to find that balance point that merges the inner spiritual life and the outer uh, life of uh, worldly experience. And there comes a point where each person has to decide what responsibilities should take priority over others. That's where we make a lot of mistakes, but I think that's also where we learn discrimination. And that's uh, part of the experience of learning and evolving as a human being. One of the things that bothers me in the school we have for meditation and spiritual development, the Arcane School, is how many of our students want to run away from the world and not pay attention to world crises and problems and yet those crises and problems form an intrinsic aspect of the training for spiritual development because we're all part of humanity. We all have to pay attention and follow world events and do what we can through the quality of our thought, our meditation, to contribute to world betterment. We can't just ride out the storm by burying our head. And... um, This is an area where a lot of our students really seem to want to um, uh, have it otherwise. They think the spiritual life is going to be one where they just turn inward to the uh, life of study and meditation and don't pay attention to the world. There has to be a bridging of the two, and that's what's emphasized in the teaching of Alice Bailey. That comes through so clearly. In fact, there's a a daily review that people can work with uh, to develop their sense of responsibility. Consider each day the the dharma that we have in our home, the duty that we have to our group, whatever we might think is our group, and the obligation we have to humanity. Each of those questions asked daily would reveal our developing responsibility. 
Please take advantage of um, the special offer from Lucy's Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bo- Pally book, which is the subject of today's discussion. The book's title is The Soul, the Quality of Life. Uh, the Soul, the Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from the 24 books of Alice Bailey. It's available now for $16. And what you need to do to take advantage of this special offer is send a check or a money order, $16, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You're requesting the book entitled Soul, The Quality of Life. Uh, You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.